question. Is the recording going to work? I think the recording's gonna work. JJ, you can talk now. Does it not look weird like last time? No, it's actually like, you know, doing the thing that it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> That's yeah, good. That weird. Okay. It's always good when it does the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm Seth, also known as Dr. Zombrain, and I have this really strange kid in my Zoom call right now. Who are you? Uh, my name's Jeff. I come from the sewers, and I like eating bologna. Bravo! And what are his... <laughs> okay. Um, I'm JJ, also known as Junior Wolf. Thank you. And today, we are covering... I, I looked it up. Intellectual property. IPs. Ah, intellectual. Yes. It did take me a minute to find it, because when I looked up IP, it was all the IP address for, like, internet stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it took a minute to find exactly that. that's not what we're looking for. No. Uh, so, anyway, so I do have some information on what that is, some stuff pulled up, and we're going to talk about some specific examples, but so, generally, I think we can both agree, IPs have been kind of in a rough place, especially after COVID, you know, past few few years, they've been at, at a rough place, creating new IPs specifically. This is true. It's... We're in a world where in order to make money, you have to have something that's already successful. And so they're taking all the things that have already found success and just carrying those forward instead of trying to come up with new things based on what they've made that become successful. They're milking a lot of properties. We can kind of see that with, uh, for the anime community, Naruto, right? Like Boruto did not need to exist. Like the, the amount of people that bash it for the fact that one, the animation sucks. Like the quality is just terrible. Hmm. But two, like... The way he became Hokage, like, all of Naruto and Shippuden, uh, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, he wanted to be Hokage. JJ, you've watched a good bit of Naruto, yeah. the original, exactly. and uh, can you agree? He kind of wants to be home Hokage? Yeah, yeah, That's kind of, yeah. like, the whole point. And then we just get, then he just gets married. He's not even at the ceremony to become Hokage, and then he's just, then he's just here doing paperwork. Like, it's sad. It's really sad. And it's just because they're milking it, like. It had an ending. It had a pretty good ending with Naruto getting married. And then they're like, nah, we need more. Lots more. And it's going to keep going on for a while. And that's just one example. And there are dozens, which are, we are going to be talking about a lot. But first, do you have any other points before I like kind of explain what an IP is? I mean, I feel like that should be the starter points so that we don't confuse people what we're talking about. So if you want to go ahead and do that. True. Yeah, yeah, I'll get there. So I got an article pulled up. This is recent, you know, this year, July 27th. What is intellectual property? Intellectual property is a broad category description of a set of intangible assets owned by legal, produ uh, uh, protected by a company or individual from outside use of implementation without consent. An intangible asset is non-physical asset that a company or person owns. Now, there are some types of these. That these uh, one, one of them, patents trademarks um there's some others copyrights and then trade secrets it's like the krabby patty for secret formula <laughs> mm -hmm. and the other article also talked about franchises which i think is the big part of this intellectual property that we're going to talk about with franchises mm -hmm. yeah because franchises is pretty much the only part of it that like really matters because almost every franchise is copyrighted is patented stuff like that so like it's all encapsulated within the category of franchise yeah <clears throat> um so let's see yeah uh that's pretty much covers it it's also like important that for intellectual property like it said it's it's non-physical so that means something like some of these copyrights and, and stuff like that and patents can be on machines, but the ones we are going to be talking about when in, in the category of intellectual property would be like animated characters like Naruto. That'd be an intellectual property. Mm -hmm. He is fiction. He is not real, but something like a car, even if you, you created that, that is a physical thing. Like, like an Audi, yeah. that is not an intellectual property. So I think that covers what it is. Anything else you want to kind of, put in there before we start getting to some specific examples of why we think we need to talk about this right now oh gosh there's there's so many i don't know there, there's a lot of ips that i think we need to mention at the start because obviously we're gonna get into a lot of them like the the ones with news that came out recently the little tease yep. there it's it's dramatic uh but in, as, in yes. terms of some that have closed down i feel like Obviously, the one that comes immediately to mind, if we jump back to something like Gravity Falls, 
that was an ip at its perfection i feel like they got that so right and then closed it down at the right time right like that is yeah i feel like that's the perfect example of an ip running its course in the right duration yeah um but that's a good example but the thing that the reason we need to talk about that that's very few and far between exactly. when we have the really good examples uh we have discussed this a few times actually with our private which uh, uh private conversations that we have and i feel like it's important enough that we should do an episode on it mm-hmm. um they're they're in a rough spot with like i said with the milking we just don't have much new stuff anymore we are ta- we are trying to think one of the very few new ones is troll hunters that's like it took us a while but that's like one of the only ones we can really think of that's brand new mm-hmm. then we also have other stuff that's coming out like i'm gonna go into it scooby-doo <laughs> <laughs> so again this might be a little controversial but stuff instead of making new characters that that's the problem like these people aren't making new characters they're just rewriting old ones scooby-doo they're race swapping so many of their characters like shaggy is black his name's norvell and he has dreads like Mm -hmm. that's not yeah and it's not that there's something wrong with that but why make characters that already exist like that instead of just making a new mystery solving game just make a new one another one i don't know if you want to talk about this one little mermaid (laughs) i was literally just going to bring that up yeah i feel like that's what everybody's doing right now like the scooby-doo that's warner brothers and the Little Mermaid, that's Disney. And those are pretty much the two, like, kings of the media world right now. So everybody's doing it. It's, like, it's not just one company that's, like, overly corrupt. It's, like, the entire Hollywood media in general is obsessed with just this concept of not making new characters. Like, they're so scared that they'll fail that they're just like, okay, let's take a character that's already popular, change him a little bit, and then put him in a new show. And with the Little Mermaid, again, we don't have anything wrong with having a Black Little Mermaid. It's the fact that when you look at the actual foundation of what the story comes from, the character is is white. I forget what was the specific area that they're from. The um, Little Mermaid's supposed to be based in. Oh gosh, here, let me look it up. I knew it at one point. He's gonna Google that. Um, but like, that's the problem. It's not the fact that she's black, but that's just not where the character is coming from. Like Scooby Doo, it's worked for decades and decades. Um, and then they got to switch it. Like, that's why I personally didn't like Scoob. Okay, it's JJ from found the... Danish folklore. So, that's kind of like, now, now, okay, cool. Another group of people are getting representation. But what about that group of people? Now exactly. they're getting back. What about like, the Danish people? Make a new character. That's the problem. And that doesn't happen anymore. Characters are getting milked. Stories are getting milked. Like, the amount of times, like, like I'm going to pull up, I don't know... This isn't the best example, but for example, uh, an example, you know how Captain America Civil War, that was pretty good. And then we yeah. see Cap- uh, Batman versus Superman right there, like two identical, practically identical stories. Yeah. And that that's happening all over the media world. That's that's happening in video games. That's happening in movies. That's happening in shows. That's happening in books. It mm. is everywhere. One Another example that I'm going to bring up, I, don't, I know JJ doesn't know this as well, but you can probably agree with how little you know about Call of Duty. The reason Modern Warfare 2019 did well is because it was Modern Warfare. They're milking these franchises with the name of these subcategories. Cold War, you probably heard of that one. Mm-hmm. It's Black Ops Cold War. And the only reason it did well-ish is because it's Black Ops. They can't even yeah. make a new video game subseries without having it milked from another one that did well and had its time. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, in the games industry, I feel like it's not nearly as bad as, like, movies and TV, because with games, there's, like, the foundation of gaming today is indie developers, and because of that, there are so many unique projects coming in and out of the gaming industry, so, sure, we have big franchises like your Call of Duties, your Halos, your Assassin's Creed, like, all those big ones, but then, like, there are thousands upon thousands of indie games pouring into consoles and PCs because of platforms like Steam and, you know, Microsoft allowing them on. So I feel like... And Epic Games, especially, like, bringing some of these other smaller games, like Fall Guys and Rocket League, they had their studios, but they're definitely becoming much bigger with being partnered with Epic Games. Mm-hmm. Gaming definitely isn't the main problem. We're going to talk a lot more about the movies and, and some of these other things, but it is there. Um, I don't know how you feel, but, like, 
you know, you can sort of see like these IPs that aren't new, but just refreshed Pokemon and Mario. These have so many, we can talk about the Mario movie in a little bit, but um, it's just, instead of making a brand new character, Nintendo's just keeping these specific IPs, these franchises, these these patents and, and uh, trademarks to these characters and franchise and just general with their movies, games, shows, books, etc. They just keep copying it and just making new of that instead of making a new character. Mm-hmm. The amount of Mario games we have <laughs> and Pokemon games, they're they're doing well. But imagine if Nintendo did make a new game. That'd be kind of interesting to see where they would go. But they haven't. They haven't made a big new game in how long. They just make new ones or updating ones that they new already have. New Animal Crossing, new Mario, new Zelda. It's just constant rehashes of that franchise instead of making a new one. But again, that's a little bit of a different experience because they are doing that well compared to some others. The Pokemon are decent, like new Pokemon, new story, mm-hmm. new gyms, you know, all this. Sometimes a new, you know, like Yu-Gi-Oh, right? That's that's going, but you get you get your XYs, then you get your Synchros, then you get your Pendulum Summons. Then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it changes each time and it makes it fresh enough. But yeah. there's so many times that that doesn't happen yeah. <laughs> and it it's... feels very unnecessary. The thing with the Nintendo ones are those franchises are built upon the basis of never dying down. Like, they built it so that it does not have to have a closing point for this IP because they can keep adding new things, changing things up, and it'll still feel fresh because it's such a broad spectrum. Whereas something like a movie, you can't really rehash that too many times because you're going to end up having to cross over the same story beats again, and it's just not going to sit right with the audience. I haven't seen them, but I know uh, the Halloween movies are not <laughs> are not fantastic. Talk about those. Yeah. Um, for the example of how they're doing stuff to try to defeat Jason, I'm not going to say because we're on LBC Radio, but um, they're doing different things, and it's like, guys, did you not see the last like dozen movies? This doesn't work. It's like <laughs> this does not try work. Something new. We like threw bombs at this guy, and he just walks it off. Your little tiny kitchen knife ain't gonna do squat. Indeed, indeed. And and that's just because it's a big series, it's a big IP, and they just keep copying and rehashing it. Um, what's some other ones that you know we we should really like, uh, explain? I feel like another state? good new example, uh I know you're not a fan of it, but the Winnie the Pooh horror movie that is currently oh, being gosh. made. My childhood. <laughs> I feel like Rest in peace of my childhood. This is an argumentative one because I know a lot of people are excited to see a, an IP that was like made for kids move into like a different genre. Because for anyone who doesn't know, Winnie the Pooh is now officially in the public domain. Uh, Tigger is not. He was added to the franchise. Yes. After. Okay. We're good. So we're good. Tigger we're is good. still. That patented. was literally my my baby bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like my, you know, everyone has like their theme when they're a baby. That was Tigger for me. Yeah. But Winnie JJ the Pooh this, and the adjacent characters, apart from Tigger, are in the public domain. So anybody can use those characters in a original story. So they cannot rehash the original Winnie the Pooh show in any way. They cannot take the scripts from that and reimagine them. They have to take the characters specifically and put them in a new story, new environment. Which is what they're doing with this horror movie. They have turned Winnie the Pooh into a... Uh, how do I put this? Uh... uh He's not interested in honey anymore. <laughs> hey, JJ, when do you think Winnie the Pooh came out? Uh, 1955. 26. 1926. Whoa. Which explains why it's in the public domain. Yeah. It takes a long time. I think it's like, I don't know the specific number. Uh, that's not really the point. I think it's like 7,500 years mm-hmm. uh, until it becomes public. Because that's kind of like where some of these uh, big stories that we read in high school, uh, English class and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that's because they're in the public domain because they're so old yeah but anyway but random interesting fact of your day (laughs) winnie the pooh is way 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 older than all of us indeed winnie the pooh is older than world war ii that's crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) my brain died um but yeah i know a lot of people are excited for that movie i know a lot of people aren't but it's it's definitely an interesting aspect to look at in terms of IP because you're taking something in a new direction with the same characters. Yes. So that's what what's the big thing that we we really want to see right now? That's that's kind of the question. That's the new characters. Mm-hmm. Marvel is not doing it well. <laughs> not really. Like 
Marvel uh, is taking the idea of having these characters, uh, this team, the original Avengers. We got Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Thor. Am I missing anyone? It's pretty much I that's the thing, right? Okay. But now we got Kate Bishop and, well, Thor is gone, I guess. Mm. Are we going to have the kid? Maybe. Who knows? going to join? Um, Spider-Man. Uh, who are the other ones? Uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, I would have said Wanda, but. <laughs> she's dead. JK. Or is she? We don't know. Um, Doctor Strange, maybe? Like, he's still, he's eh, still prevalent. He's still kicking. Um, there's some other ones. Ironheart. Definitely. Ironheart. Yep. Uh, Shang-Chi maybe. Yeah, right. Maybe can that can be him, like yeah. the new Star Wars. Maybe that's the new Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That, that mystical arts guy. Uh, new team. Uh, half the characters kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. Not, the characters themselves aren't terrible, but it's like Iron Man shouldn't be replaced by like yeah. Peter Parker. I feel like there's definitely other Marvel's characters gone down the used. road of quantity over quality, unfortunately, because originally we were getting around two to three Marvel movies per year, and now we're getting two shows plus three movies a year, which is far, far more hours than we were getting in the past. And I feel like because of that, their not only their script writing has gone down, directing's gone down. Casting is you look still at the CGI. Okay. Yeah. yeah, casting. I'm not too worried about like all these new characters. Their mm-hmm. acting's fine. It's just the story-wise itself. Like it kind of feels redundant. Mm-hmm. Certain parts are aren't necessary. The CGI. Like I remember watching the first of the Phase Four like shows, mm-hmm. uh, WandaVision, phenomenal. And then the next one was Falcon Winter Soldier, and I'm like, this came after. <laughs> Yeah, then this, Black this Widow comes 20, out, and it's this like, isn't oh, from this is like a high school project. <laughs> like the CGI was so bad. Like they're forgetting shadows half the time. Like what are they doing? Yeah, and it's because they're trying to make more instead of like you said, like their quality isn't there. They want in quantity. Yeah, making that money. They don't want to give the viewers a good experience. They just want to pump out as much as they can. I mean, do you remember? Uh, before Endgame came out, after Infinity War, there was no projects in the making. I think it was, oh gosh, a six-month period after Infinity War before Endgame came out. And they had nothing else slated whatsoever until Phase 4 other than Endgame. And that that's because all of the funding since they ended on Infinity War went into that movie. They, like, dumped so much money into that. I can see that. that. I can and it see paid that off because they had the <laughs> yes. CGI phenomenal, story writing phenomenal, arcs phenomenal. The actors like yeah. the, like that probably went into how many actors they needed for that specific movie. Like it is insane the amount of people in that. And I feel like if they, and it paid off. It they they're looking at it in terms of like oh it's because the scale of the movie was so big. No, it's because you put effort into it. If they put the same amount of effort into any given show, like, heck, if they put it into Hawkeye, Hawkeye could have been as as big as, I'd say, Infinity War if they put the effort in to make it that. But I feel like they just didn't give it enough time or money to get there. I think you see that a lot. Uh, people joke a lot in uh, anime. There's They always spend a little bit more time on the fights because that's like kind of on Shonen anime specifically. They spend a lot more time on the fights because that's kind of the big part, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the amount of jokes, it's like when animators get time and then it's just this beautifully animated scene. It stinks that they can't do that all the time <laughs> because they're forced to pump out these episodes on like a daily basis. Yeah. Um, so what are some other IPs that I'm throwing you on the spot? What's some other good IPs that are recent? I'd say last, I'd say well, after 2018. Current or recent? Like started after? After. Or after 2018, so started when we first after saw 2018. Them. Yes. Oh gosh. Um, I know. I'm throwing you on the spot because there's, like I said at the beginning, it is very few and far between. Because yeah. like even all the new shows that have cropped up are spinoffs of something else. Like even if it's not the same characters, it's a spinoff of a previous show. So like, like that SpongeBob show with Patrick. <laughs> you know, like Cobra Kai is a spinoff of of Karate Kid. I'd count Cobra Kai. I'd count Cobra Kai. But it's but it's a direct sequel. It is, but it's compared to like a movie, like movie one, then movie two. It it definitely it it's in the same universe, but compared to something like Marvel, where it is very like they are still have the characters they spin do off in Cobra Kai. 
It is the original they've... Karate Kid and his rival. All grown up. Is it? Yeah. I thought I. Oh, I thought it was the kids. I thought it was like new JoJo's. Well, it is, but the main characters are the original characters from the movies. Oh. Rip. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. As you guys can tell, I didn't watch it. You need to watch it. It's good. <laughs> maybe. Um, that's the maybe on watching it. Not that it's not good. I I I see it's fantastic. My my uh my th- prelude to theological and bi- uh, biblical thinking uh, teacher constantly talks about it. It's great. And he tells the family, if you're not there, I'm watching it without you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so movie-wise or game-wise or anything. I mean, obviously Scarlet Nexus. <laughs> what a surprise. What a surprise. But no, no, they have an anime and a no, game yeah. that were both yeah, mildly no, I count successful. That. So. I count that. Uh, there's that one. I'd say Owl House. Yeah, that's, I'd say that's Owl a good House. one, yeah. Now, uh, speaking of Owl House, this is completely off topic. I don't know if you saw. Uh, season 3 came out, and it did really well. I don't know if you saw. It was on YouTube. They streamed the premiere on YouTube. Damn. Their official channel, Disney Channel, YouTube page. It did really well, and I saw something that apparently one of the executives was like, oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it, it didn't do bad. It did good. <laughs> After canceling it and forcing them to do a 3 40 minute episode special final season. <laughs> How much you want to bet after this season they're going to renew it and come back with something else? Hey, I don't think they're going to renew it in the same sense of I don't think we're going to get a season four, but I think they actually talked about one of the characters as a child. Like the, the author wants to do that, so I think we can get some spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Actually, and I don't know if you knew this, the voice of Bill Cipher, one of the writers of Gravity Falls, works on Owl House. Oh, really? It, like I told you, it has that that aspect of Gravity Falls mm-hmm. with like that creepy vibe, but it's still kind of for kids. Yeah, it ha- it's that kind of makes sense now. I didn't know that, but uh, no, I I love the Owl House. And I think it's great, mm-hmm. and I think that's a good a great example of a good new IP. It's fresh. It's not like directly based off anything. It's a great story. Lots of character development. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great, and I some of the fights are phenomenal as well. Like you can see the emotion in their fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's any other ones? We talked about Troll Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> I just focused so, my camera and he gave me a weird look. I was confused because he just put his hand against the camera. And I'm like, okay then. I High looked five. pale, yeah. okay? <laughs> I am pale. Um, Troll Hunters, Owl House. Any others? Uh, Dragon there Prince. There is none. Dragon Prince. Dragon Prince, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that based off a book, though? I feel like that one's based off a book. It might be Google time. Thank you, Google, for not having to make us go to the library and look for said book. I don't think I've been to the library in, like, three years, so. Oof. It is a trilogy, apparently. Okay. But yes. Because it definitely feels like a book, kind of like The Hobbit or something. Like, it feels kind of like that. And then it just takes off a made-of-movie adaptation. Uh, With Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender. By Melanie Ron, apparently. I don't know if this is... What year did that come out? adaptation? Probably. I really think it's after a book. That's the feel I get from it. Uh, When did that come out? uh, I don't know. It doesn't look... Hold up. Hold on. JJ struggling. JJ struggling. Can we get an F in the chat? <laughs> we don't have a chat. That'd be cool though. Yeah, I mean, we, who who says we don't? For all the live people, they can text me F. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because all of the people listening have your number. <laughs> I mean, anyone that's listening is probably at LBC, and they probably know me mm-hmm. because who else is going to be listening to Nerd Rant live? All our twenty followers on Instagram. Yeah, but they're all from my school. <laughs> Half of them. Don't say that. Shh. We're definitely people that are big. listening to the recording are going to be really confused. But I love that because it adds to the funniness of the show. Clap. Okay. Like um. Uh, yes, it is based on a book. We'll just leave it there so I don't say anything kay. stupid. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm gonna count. I'm still gonna kind of count that though. Mm-hmm. It's definitely newer. Um. What other ones? Games? Is there any new like game game franchises? 
I would say Fortnite, but that's from 2017. See, it's hard to say a franchise because I wouldn't count a successful solo game as a franchise. I would say it ha- would have had to got a sequel. something like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any games that have got I mean, a second game in the yeah. recent years. This one isn't new, but Minecraft definitely, I'd say, would be kind of successful mm-hmm. uh, because they have their really unique game, but they can take that but make it so much more fresh with dungeons and legends mm-hmm. and card games and yeah. books. So I think that's, I mean, that's not new. If Dungeons new. came out in 2020, then I'd say Minecraft became an IP once Dungeons came out because then they started expanding the brand a little bit more than I mean, they already game. did with, they already had like board games, books. That's true. They did have those. It just didn't have any other video games. But even then, they had Education Edition, Bedrock Edition. I count that as kind of separate games. I guess so, so yeah. Um, yeah, this this is hard. This is the whole reason why we wanted to bring this to light to people, that we need more IPs. We need that creativity. It's out there. We know mm-hmm. that. We've seen uh, for like our Fortnite listeners that watch our Fortnite episodes, all the 4chan posts, they're really creative. I would love half of those as our season, mm-hmm. but they're not exactly. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> if if it's just people hired the right people, like I feel like authors is an untapped goldmine in the movie industry. Like if they hired on actual authors that have written books to write the scripts or direct the movies, that I feel like they would have an abundance of successful franchises under their belt because. These authors know what it takes to write a good story as opposed to hiring somebody who writes movies that could do subpar potentially. See, I think for that, like, they're they're writing probably decent movies, but what happens is you base it off the book, which mm-hmm. is almost always better. It's not the fact that the movies are technically bad. Like, uh, one thing that I like to do sometimes is I try to think of that that as its own thing. I'm not trying to base it off as a sequel. I'm not trying to base it off the book, Mm -hmm. just as its own thing. And when you think of it like there, it's not as bad. It's the fact that it's based off the book, and I think they don't copy it enough. They don't go from the source material Mm -hmm. enough compared to something like anime and manga, right? They are basing it off. Like, that chapter is animated. Sometimes they throw an episode in for filler or because they're, you know, the manga's on a two-week hiatus and they want to get something out, so they do something like that. But that's not... That doesn't happen for movies and and more American shows. Yeah, I feel like that makes adaptations kind of difficult because instead of adapting it, they're trying to expand on it because they feel like if they if they take it one for one, then it's just like not only a ripoff from from the books, but with a little bit more content cut out. But there's also more potential for them to have it flop if the visuals aren't significant enough. Yeah think a good example is obviously they're good movies in and of themselves but the lord of the rings franchise i know everybody says that the books were fantastic and it expands on the universe so much more in the books than it does in the movies and so that's why people encourage you to read the books and i feel like if you fail to convey enough info in the book in the movies then people are going to default to the books instead of watching the movies and that's what they're kind of yeah. scared of with adaptations. Yeah, I don't I don't know any good game series. We've seen some good solo games, like mm-hmm. really creative, but nothing new or it's pre-existing. Like yeah. uh, uh, Dawn uh, Horizon, you know, God of War, already existing. Mm-hmm. These are probably good games, but they're not fresh enough mm-hmm. for what we need. We need brand new. Like one thing that I know a lot of people are, are saying right now is, Gaming used to be so much better because you'd have all these really fresh things. Like when Minecraft came out, that is so fresh. And now look at all the games like Minecraft that we have now. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't it doesn't have that same feel because it's not new, and we need more new. Um, another IP that I was kind of looking up, Cuphead. It's oh, not 2018; yeah. it's 2015. But Cuphead, I think, is a big one. A it, it got new, a fresh show, one. yeah, as well. So yes, it did. I yeah, yeah I'd, I'd count so that. not not in that 2018 range. It, I saw a list of the decade, and it looked like a lot of games coming out in 2015. That looked like one of the last big years. Mm-hmm. We had Overwatch. We had uh, Destiny, Rainbow Six. A lot of those games were coming out on the, around 2015. Yeah. So it's been quite a few years. for, for That's for video games. But mm-hmm. quite a few years since we got in big, some big, huge games that were really fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. What's, how do you think we can solve this IP problem? 
Um, other than them just getting good. <laughs> well, I feel like the biggest issue right now is the the hiring world is biased. They're not going to hire the people that are right for the job. They're going to hire the people that are ma- make them look good. So instead of hiring the creative people that can actually come up with good stories, good concepts, stuff like that. Yeah. They're going to hire the people that people want them to hire because that's the right political decision. Because they care, care, instead of caring about making good content, they just care about having their image there so they can keep their fan base ring. (laughs) Yep. Um, yeah, like, I think that's the big thing. It's it's not the fact that... I think it's the fact that these IPs are getting ruined by the writers. Like, another IP, I'd say that's pretty big, Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who. We could talk about Doctor Who. Um, so let's let's tell the fans who, who's, the, who's the nerd. It's the me, podcast. guys. David Tennant's the best doctor. And... And how many have you seen? How many what's? Doctors. Um... Well, I've David been Tennant? to the doctor twice in the past two months, so uh, yes. it was about three That different... means he's not dying. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, that's kind of debatable. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying inside, guys. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> yes, me dying is something to clap about. Anyway, uh, yeah, pretty much other than David Tennant, that's for the most part. You watched some Matt Smith, though, too, right? I, yes, I watched all of David Tennant, all of Matt Smith, and some of the... Oh gosh, the first guy with short hair. The ninth? Yeah. Before David? Yeah. Okay, so I've watched every every episode from ninth until Peter Kambale. I don't remember ninth. I've watched all of David Tennant, all of Matt Smith, all of Peter Kambale, and about half of Jodie Whittaker. Um, I also have an entire encyclopedia, monster guide, etc., etc. I have a poster of the TARDIS in my room. I also have a TARDIS Yahtzee cup <laughs> with uh, Doctor Who dice to play with it. I, see, I would have oh, thought have... it would be a, a Dalek. This just seems like a better cup in yeah. general. It could be. But then also, I do have the 10th Sonic Screwdriver, the 11th Sonic Screwdriver, and I forget who had it, but the Sonic wristwatch. So I'd say I'm a little bit of a Doctor Who nerd. This is going to sound really stupid, but they're different? They have different Sonic Screwdrivers? Okay, and the show's canceled. <laughs> Good night. He just walked away. <laughs> and I just died inside. So, um, did you not notice how the TARDIS is also completely different from 10 to 11? Well, the, obviously the TARDIS is, but like... Yeah, almost everything changes. Yes. Google it right now. Google Sonic's, Doctor Who Sonic Screwdriver and look at how, they are, how many there are. There's like a dozen. <laughs> Sorry, guys, for his incompetence. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm sure. Anyway, I loved, uh, for me personally, the way I rank it, uh, Matt Smith with Clara and JJ's mind just... <laughs> they look up. like lightsabers! Uh, J- <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried there, there's so many. So, my favorite is Matt Smith specifically with Clara, then it's David Tennant, and then the rest of Matt Smith. That's, like, my top three, like, of Doctor Who right there. Those, like, uh... But then Peter Parley, I don't think, was terrible. What... And the... Pr- what happened was, with Jodie Whittaker, from what I was told, the main writer of the show left when Jodie Whittaker started, which I can see because the writing went to crap. <laughs> I don't care that Jodie... Uh, the Doctor is a female now. I do not care. I care that the fact the story is weird and crap and just doesn't it's just not as exciting as when he's you know the dalek asylum and he's going in with these insane dalek like daleks mm-hmm. themselves are already crazy but they're insane they can go insane jj do you know this uh well they have brains, i don't know if you remember this episode they? yeah but they're also like practically robots that just destroy everything they see other than fellow daleks but technically from a technical technicality standpoint technical standpoint but like you look at their character but you look at their character and they like they it's also rare for them to fight each other i think we've seen that very few times the only other time i can think of is david Tennant with that human dalek and they Mm -hmm. attacked him other than that that's kind of weird 
Anyway, this is just turning into a Doctor Who podcast, which we might do one day. Probably not, because I feel like I would be the one talking 90% of the time, which I do already, but... <laughs> we'll probably eventually talk about it again, but you know. Uh, I do want to say, though, I feel like the writers leaving is something that's been happening a lot recently, because obviously the, the IPs that have lasted a while... The writers can't last as long as the IP can. So they have to be replaced at some point. So they either quit or get fired from the series. It happens. But I feel like the writers have been quitting more often than being fired because they just don't like where the brand wants to take the series. Uh, another good yeah. example, I think, is uh, Lego Ninjago. I know it's a little bit of a stretch <laughs> on the kids' side, but Lego Ninjago was a fantastic series in its original state i love that show it was absolutely like so amazing. much it was phenomenal i remember when new episodes came in i was so excited for that oh yeah the new villain and it was a good villain like it and was the, great the writing was not just the writing the character development of said character mm-hmm. is almost always great either them yeah. becoming more evil learning that or them becoming good yeah and i think it was after the hands of time season where they changed all the animation style that the original writer left the series and then after that they tried to reboot it into more of a kids formatted series which in my opinion was not the right choice to go i know it probably made them more money but the writing took a huge hit because now the stories are not nearly as good the character depth isn't nearly as good and this is a little nitpick by me but all of the voices are so much higher now and it's really annoying and ear splitting so i think that's actually another thing we can talk about quickly with with ips coco melon remember that whole thing coco melon versus wait PewDiePie? wait no, no, what no. <laughs> no listen listen to me like if you did you listen to uh pewdiepie's yeah. coco melon song yeah. he talks about like why are these people getting millions of views when the kids are asleep like the new audience is kids Mm-hmm. A lot of shows, I feel like, are making more of a kid uh, aspect. Another one, Teen Titans. Did Teen mm-hmm. Titans go? That's another big IP that everyone loved, but then they made it to a kid franchise. And it's still going because it is making money. I mean, a I good like example a lot of in the gaming world, like too, FNAF, started out as, like, a really dark, grim series. And then Security Breach comes out. It's, like, a really kid-friendly, like, fun game to play. Yeah, I still think it had some of those horror-esque mm-hmm. aspects, but compared to, like, the Nightmare versions? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. I mean, even even before Sister Location, that's not even that scary. They have, like, you know, really mm-hmm. clean paint on them. So I feel like that's just the, the audience they're trying to go for now, um, going for that kid. I know Coco Melon's kind of a stretch, but, like, that's just a big one that a lot of people know. Because mm-hmm. you look at it, I don't know if you've actually watched it. I have a lot of nieces and nephews, so I've seen, like, Coco Melon mm-hmm. and all those types of shows. They're very, very, like, bare-bones basics. Like, the songs are super repetitive. Like, it's a completely different song, but it has the exact same tune. Um, mm-hmm. Animation, very basic. It looks like an like a I, AI kind of just made it, caught, like, you know, put something mm-hmm. in. The AI made it. But it's making how many billions of views? It's getting how many millions mm-hmm. of subscribers? It's making them money. And I think a lot of... St- games movies etc are making that more kid-friendly we see that kind of with marvel where uh they're not they don't want to make it rated r even though i feel Mm -hmm. like some of these movies can benefit from that they want to keep that audience uh as low Mm -hmm. as possible i mean because they're perfect example there was a huge debate uh when disney bought deadpool they i think it was disney who did it they made a version of it that was pg-13 deadpool 2 yes uh but there was a huge argument over that because then people were scared for the third movie whether or not it would even have a rated r version and i think the consensus now is that the the third movie is going to be rated r but it's it's another one of those things it's like you really have to be careful with your brand like do you want to try and transition it to being kid-friendly and risk like the popularity of that that character that franchise which again they're they're scared to branch out. They're not make. They're just using the same old characters. Oh, hey, here's this rated R character like, uh, you know, something like Moon Knight or uh, Deadpool characters that already existed. But we're gonna make them kid friendly. We're gonna give them a happy go lucky attitude and smile and sunshine and rainbows. That's not the character. Punisher, mm-hmm. no. Ghost Rider, no. But we see that, like, they're so much more basic. Uh, Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider was in that. I don't know if you knew that. 
uh, one of the later mm-hmm. seasons, Ghost Rider was in it. And from what I remember, not as bad. It's not as bad as some of these other examples, but definitely not as scary as what I remember from some of these movies in the comics. Because, like, isn't mm-hmm. he supposed to, like, you know, stare into your soul and you see hell? <laughs> like, you see your I'm punishment? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, that didn't, nothing like that happen. <laughs> that's that's kind of sad. Yeah, because they're trying to make it more kid-friendly. They're trying to lower that audience rating, uh, which it's just really annoying, but that's just going to... I don't think that's something that can really switch because in the end, no matter who, who it is, it's going to be run by a studio, and the main point of that studio is money. The mm-hmm. writers want to make the want to make a game, want to make a movie really good. Call of Duty, they want to make a good game, but it's Activision that's putting all these microtransactions in. The stu- the, I uh, remember when Black Ops Four was out, and they had they switched from supply drops. They gave you three items that could be a duplicate, but you can get like dupe. They had reserve cases, which was only one item for one hour. It can be a duplicate, and it can be as simple as a spray. <laughs> And I remember there was, like, an article from the developers. They don't want to do that, but they have to because that's Activision. Because in the end, Activision wants to make money. All these studios want to make money. So that's kind of why we're seeing, you know, Black Ops 7, Modern Warfare 2019, 2019, Mm -hmm. right? Like, because with these sub-brands like Marvel Avengers, right, instead of making – that's one thing. How do you feel about that? Having – the new movies still being Avengers, even though it's not the Avengers anymore, really. I know in the comics it might be, but I feel like it yeah. could have a new name. I, but they're definitely keeping it because of that franchise, that subcategory type thing. Yeah, I feel like if they branded it as like New Avengers or Young Avengers or something, seen as like that is literally what they're recreating from the comics is the Young Avengers. If they rebranded it as that, it would bring in a whole new audience. But no, they're they're scared to move away from the original Avengers title because if they do, then those fans might not come back. With some, that's something that DC is not scared of with Young Justice, mm-hmm. the animated show. That was have you seen that? I have Did not. Part? But I've heard about it. It's good. I really liked it. I didn't watch the whole thing, uh, but it was really good. Young Justice. <laughs> it's it's like the younger version instead of just making Justice League kids mm-hmm. you know young justice league it's a completely new show with the new characters but they're not trying to make it like what it, the other one is they're not trying mm-hmm. to make it like the justice league animated show yeah <sighs> um yeah 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 it's it's a problem it, it really is and i think we need to start you know putting as as the community as the fans as uh the fellow users of the internet we got to put our voice out there we got to say something and and fight for new stuff instead of just this crappy boring rewritten for the 17th time stories can i get an amen amen (laughs) (laughs) definitely jj you talk now um because you need to do a little bit more talk in this podcast wow wow thank you Say, calling me quiet. How dare? I'm offended. No, I'm just saying I'm loud. <laughs> that's that's very true. The past like three podcast episodes, I've plugged in his audio stream into into uh, Audacity, and Audacity. it has been like three times larger than my audio <laughs> file. And it's like, how in the actual flip flop do you manage to make that happen? Like, you're the same distance from your mic as I am, buddy. <laughs> It's magic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am suffering. Um, my brain's dying. It is mush. Indeed. JJ sees like this liquid coming out of my ear, this pink liquid. You have bubble gum for brains? I wouldn't be surprised. You're secretly, the Pink Panther. But um, but um. But um, copyright strike. But um, but Anyway, JJ, talk. Uh, okay. Um. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, we're gonna call back to I believe it was last year. Um, Mandalorian, hugely popular show, right? This was like the the foundation for what they're trying to do with Star Wars, which is make it a sort of MCU type thing. They're branching out. They're giving characters individual shows on Disney plus they're making spinoff movies for the franchise, stuff like that. Uh, the, a bunch of different characters from the first season of Mandalorian were set to have a show of their own coming out. Uh, 
one of those characters being oh gosh what's her what's her name um talk while i google this uh talk 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 anyway who who even knows pink panther that's my question like for, that's my surprise we were having a conversation that jj does not know hanna barbera but he knows pink panther Excuse me, I, I just thought of this. Hold up, how do you know Pink Panther but you don't know Hanna Barbera and the Jetsons? Because, because my mom is old and she she overflows things into my brain sometimes. Tell her to do it more. Sure. Okay. Well, Cara Dune is the character I was talking about, uh, played by Gina Carano. Uh, I'm sure. Is that the person from uh, Agents of Shield? I, I, I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I don't know. I mean, she's on, like, the front page for, like, all of the art. Um. Uh, oh, wait, no. You're, you're, you're there. Pro- Follow. Are you, mm, I'm think if it's I, what I'm thinking. I know she's one of the side characters in The Mandalorian. I don't know. You, you can Google that if you want to figure it I'm out. I'm going to do some Google. But, uh, um, you talk about what yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're, we're switching places Cara here, Dune people. and the sheriff guy were set to have their own uh, spinoff show together. Uh, I forget what it was going to be called, like Enforcers or something like that. But uh, then, obviously, the whole drama with Gina Carano happened. And instead of prioritizing the IP and the story that they had planned out... They prioritized having a good public image and fired her at the cost of the story then suffering. Because they had already put some money into the production of this show, not nearly as much as, you know, any other thing that's been canceled. But I feel like that show would have been a huge hit because people loved those characters already. And that was the, that was the start of new characters. Like, that would have been a it new was IP show. Yeah, Fennec Shand. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's Boba Fett, by the way. Not Mandalorian. Okay, I don't know. They look identical. No, they don't. No, yes, that hurts me inside. I'm making you triggered. No. I'm making you triggered. No. <laughs> one of them is green and one of them is silver. Are you colorblind? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. <laughs> uh. Are you okay? Live. Keep talking. <laughs> I'm dying. He's, he's, um, I'm concerned. But, okay. but, but, but did you hear what I was saying? You should be. Um, no. Oh, okay. The audience did. Yeah. Cardoon. It's not like I'm going to help the have conversation her show, anyway. But Disney fired her because she said a political thing and <gasps> politics. Yeah, politics got involved. But at, they, they're making these decisions at the cost of the story and the franchise instead of prioritizing making good content. And I feel like that's not something they should be doing. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's see. We cover games. We don't really read books, so but we know it's happening mm-hmm. there too, like the amount of sequels for books. Um, we cover games, movies, some shows, some big IPs, some small IPs. Uh, anything else you want to cover? Because we are getting close to the end of our show. Dun, dun, are, dun. Indeed. Uh, ooh, I thought of another Any IP. other big IPs you want to talk about? Oh, uh, is it a new one? It is a new one. Uh, here, let me, Newish. let me Google. It is a book series <gasps> called... No, it's a book. As I, After I said we did talk <laughs> about books. Good job, JJ. Yep. Round of applause. Yep. You, you made me think of it. Uh, let me, let me see when, when did it come out? Is it Castaways it... from Backyard again? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that is the first thing that came to mind. I was just thinking of something. I'm like, Castaways, Backyard again. Sure, we're going to say that. Bruh. Oh, wow. Okay, no, this series started a long time ago. I, I thought it was new. What is the series? Uh, we found it in, like, 2018. Uh, it's called Keeper of the Lost Cities. But it's a book series that's been going on since 2012, apparently. Uh, there are like eight books in the series with another one coming out next month. Uh, Magic Treehouse. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> but no, this this uh, book series is actually set to get a movie by Disney soon. So we're going to see Yo. what happens. What kind of movie do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be more like, uh, Lu- what is it? Luco? Lu- Luca. 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 
Do you think it's going to be more like Luca or uh, Treasure Planet? You mean in terms of like animation? Like the type of movie. Like because uh, I feel like. Do you think it's going to be more original, like like a Luca story, or do you think it's going to be Treasure Planet's a movie adapt, mm-hmm. uh, book adaptation? I, I so definitely think, think they're going to be... go book adaptation because uh, this is one of those projects where the author is involved in the project, so I feel like okay. it is going so, to be chance of success. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the they're probably the smart move would be to just try and adapt the first book for now, and then they can keep going if it succeeds. But knowing Disney, they're probably going to try and like step one or two mm-hmm. into a movie. Uh, so we'll have yeah. to see how it goes. But I feel like if they manage to do it right, then this will be a hugely successful franchise for them. Actually, question. When do we get a lot of those movies anymore, like Treasure Planet animation style? I feel like so many movies are 3D. We don't get movies like that much anymore, do yeah, we? Unless they're like sure. anime or something. But like a lot of these movies are not in that art style. They are more 3D. Yeah. Even if they're 2D, they're 3D. <laughs> That is true, yeah. Um, I think... See, that's the thing. 2D animation, I believe, at this point, is more expensive to make than 3D animation because of the amount of tools we have I think it always was. Like, 3D is, like, you know, it has all these extra tools to make it done to make the animation happening. But, like, some of my favorite DreamWorks movies is, like, The the Prince of Egypt. Like, that's a phenomenal movie. I don't think DreamWorks has made a 2D movie since that one. And that's what I'm saying. Like that that era doesn't exist anymore, and I would love to see some movies in that style yeah. again. I think I think that can do really well too because that's gonna branch off from the normal movie style. It's gonna look so much different. Yeah. And if they do it well, like imagine mm-hmm. that, but with with like the type of money and the resources now. Even if it's more expensive than 3D, mm-hmm. they're still gonna have better resources than they did yeah. making Prince of Egypt 20 years ago almost. I mean, I feel like a good example is Dragon Prince, right? That's a 2D animated series. Obviously, it's a little more... What's the way to put it? Like, it's not... See, that's, that's not what like I said Like quality. when I said 2D, 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 2D, but it still has, like, that... It feels like a mm-hmm. 3D film, like, looking at it. That's just how they animate it, though, because you can tell it is yeah. actually frame-by-frame frame animated because of, like, the little skips and stuff in there. Uh, but it is, it is a 2D one, I'd say. Uh, just differently shaded to make it look 3d but i feel like that is a good example of the success that that category has like that the potential that that category has if they were to put a bunch of money into a 2d production give it let i'm stuttering give it be a show or a movie i feel like either one would end up working out hugely for them so Final comment, because we got to end it, like, right now. Final comment. Uh, get yourselves get together. Get movies. Thank you all for watching. Peace out. Goodbye, Bye. everybody.